0: Hey there, this is Tariqa Wheeler, your career and mindset strategist, and you're listening to another episode of the Professional DNA Podcast. I hope that you had an amazing week last week, you know, we were talking a lot about getting ready for performance reviews and so, you know, it's that time of year if you're listening to this episode. Um, when it's recorded. It's December of 2021 and it's a time where we're we're thinking about performance reviews. We're thinking about um, assessing, you know, all that we've accomplished and what are the things that are ahead. And so today I want to dig in and talk about what's next. And are you really ready? Are you ready for a promotion? Or are you ready for in-role growth, what I call in-role growth, meaning you still have space to grow in your current role, and that is also a form of advancing in your career. So that's what we're talking about today. Are you ready? What are you really ready for are you ready for enroll growth or are you ready for a promotion so get your notebook get your pen it's time for you to get to the next level but let's be clear about what that next level looks like for you you guys ready to get started achievers i'm ready let's go Today's episode of the Professional DNA Podcast is brought to you by A Night of Vision, a vision board and strategy party hosted by yours truly, Tariqa Wheeler, your career mindset strategist, on December the 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's time to secure your seat and to truly help your vision become a reality. Do vision boards work? Absolutely. When done correctly, vision boards work and vision boards work when you do. It's time for your dreams and your goals to become a reality. So let's get your vision straight for now and for 2022. Go to Instagram and click the link in my bio, professional underscore DNA and secure your seat today. I'm ready to see you win. I'm ready to see your vision become a reality. All right, guys. So this is a topic I'm really excited about because I always like to share with you places of not only just expertise and knowledge, but be able to share places of experience with you. And in this world of promotions, you know, I have been able to uh, be extremely fortunate, I would say, extremely fortunate and blessed, but also strategic in the way that I've gone after and achieved promotions or attracted them. And I think that we that's something that we have to understand is that when we're looking for a promotion or when we're looking to grow within inside a role that sometimes it's something that you seek out but there's also your ability to attract it just because of how you're performing and demonstrating value within your team or organization. But either which way, and we're going to talk about both. You've got to be ready, and so I want to talk a bit about readiness. What are you really ready for? You know, a lot of times it is, um, I'm, I, I just want more money, right? I'm ready to get to the next level. I need to make more money. But what is what what money are you ready to make? What are you really ready to handle? Um, where are you from a skills perspective? Where are you from a a, a knowledge perspective of the company. Where are you from a mindset perspective? Like there's certain things that you really need to have and be aware of before you can begin to ascend, before you can begin to elevate. And I think sometimes we forget about that. You know, I, I've talked about my story a lot and how 2017 was just so pivotal, pivotal in my career. I hit a super, super low point, but what it did is it served as a catalyst to get me on the right track, right? And really push me to think about how do I strategically ascend in my career? How do I actually advance? How do I get to the next level? And I was able to, you know, over time, live an experience that actually helped me develop a framework in which I teach my clients now and it's the ascend framework and where we're really looking at how can you rapidly ascend in your career consistently how do you have that upward mobility right in your career and still achieve work life harmony and that's the piece that's so critical and so key that we can't forget about right it's it's i talk a lot about not having balance but having harmony and the balance piece we hear it and it sounds like, oh yeah, work-life balance, work-life balance. But really think about it. What happens in a balancing act? A lot of times you're fumbling and juggling and, you know, something gets more attention than the other. And if you say balance, it's like, okay, that is basically insinuating that you need to get 50% one and 50% other. It needs to be a balance in between the two. And that's just unrealistic. And When you're looking to advance in your career, there are times where you have to go all in. There are times where you are in a grind mode, you're in a hustle mode, or as I teach um, in my course Discovery, I teach drip and right into the D and drip is drive. Like you could be in a drive mode. That might mean that you actually are not in a 50-50 situation. You might be in a moment in time in life to where there's a lot of attention that's going into your career because of the mode that you're in and you need to be present in that moment. It doesn't mean that you sacrifice or you push family aside, but when you achieve work-life harmony, you're able to have both of those coexist. And there's quite a bit of communication and understanding about where mom is, where dad is, right? Like where wife is, where husband is, where you are as an individual in your journey. And it's not just your career journey, your professional journey, your personal journey, but it's life's journey because you have integrated work in home or work and family, work and life together. So, we'll, we'll talk a whole nother episode in talking about work life harmony. But the reason I bring it up is because there was a moment in where I really had to be in drive mode. And I had to communicate that to my family. I had to communicate that to my husband that this moment, this moment in time that actually was spread over a few years strategically, I've got to be in drive mode because I've got a goal that. I want to achieve that benefits me and benefits this entire family and it in, it in includes me being promoted and me being promoted consistently and what does that look like? So I want to dig into that with you. You know, since 2017, I would say year over year from 2017 to 2018 to 2019 to 2021 all the way through, right? To where we are now, I've received a promotion every single year. I've not been in the same role, may have been the same company, right? I've been in the same companies, but not in the same role or receiving the same salary year over year. And that was strategic. It was absolutely strategic. And so, and and that's that's not to gloat or that's not to be of conceit, but that is to say that if you strategically approach how you're going to ascend, right? How you're going to rapidly ascend in your career, you can do it. But it has to do with the demonstration of value. And it also has to do with knowing what you are ready for, which is what the the whole focus of this episode, right? The topic is, are you ready? But also, what are you ready for? And are you ready for enroll growth, right? Or are you ready for an actual promotion? And so I want to break down the definitions of the two so that you can really see the difference because there's a difference, okay? So promotion... When we think about promotion, that is the advancement in rank or position, right? So if you're promoted, you're advancing in a rank. So perhaps you're going from manager to director, director to senior, uh, to VP or or VP to senior VP, whatever whatever that kind of um, ladder might be within the role. That's an advancement, right? You're actually shifting position. When we think about in role growth, I think about progression, Right, so that's a bit different. In role growth is like progression. And so that's the act of moving from one thing to another in a sequence, right? The act of moving from one thing to another in a sequence. And when I talk about it with an in-role growth, you're still in your current role, your current title, but there's space for you to climb within that role right you're able to move to the next level in that role so you know when you get hired for a position and, and you know the salary range and let's say the salary range is between you know 75 and $90,000 and you come in at $80,000 you still have room for growth in that role Right. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that, because it's not necessarily that you might be ready to move and get promoted into another title, another position, another rank. But perhaps it means that you're ready to assume additional responsibilities in the current role in which you're in. But, in assuming those additional responsibilities in the current role in which you're in, there is a need for shift in compensation because there's still room in that position, right? You still that there's still room in that range. So that's the difference between the two. Um, promotion with an increase in salary is not the same as growth within the it, growth in your career, that progression within your career, that particular role. It's just not the same. There's benefits in both, but you have to know what you're ready for. Let me tell you something. I, it, it's, It saddens me when people are promoted and they're not ready to be promoted. And what really should have happened is they should have been able to move to the next step, right? That next space within the current role and have an increase in compensation in their current role. That sometimes is the best way to go. But oftentimes, individuals are promoted before they're ready, and I don't put that on the company and organization. I don't put that on leadership. I actually put that to the employee. I put that to you, achievers. I put that to you as yourself because you have got to assess and know what you're actually ready for, right? You've got, and I'm not saying to turn things down, don't get me wrong, but you need to be able to have conversations around what you are truly ready to take on, okay? That's so, so important. Some careers, I'll say, have a clear path for progression. Some actually do, to where you... You know that within that role, you know, after a year or two or three years or such, that there's opportunities for growth. It just depends. You know, you actually hear people say that they don't actually stay at a job more than three or five years, or they don't stay in a role for more than three and five years. And for some people, that makes a lot of sense. For others, depending on how that role is designed, you may have room to grow in one singular position year over year. And if you haven't reached the max maxed out in your salary range, if you haven't maxed out in roles and responsibilities in that particular current title, then that kind of three to five years of moving around from position to position or job to job or company to company might not necessarily apply to you because you want to max out, right? You want to get make sure that you have been able to fully, fully, fully take on that role, both in roles and responsibilities and in compensation, is that making sense? You 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 don't necessarily need to get elevated to the next position if you're not already operating in that position. You're not already performing at that level. So I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm going to get there. But I, I really want you to grasp that there is a difference and both of them are great opportunities for growth. Both of them, both promotion and progression or enroll growth, those are great opportunities. But you have to know what you are ready for. You know, there are oftentimes many levers that you can pull in your current position, right, in your current role. And I want to dig there first. So let's first kind of talk about and explore growth in in enroll growth, right, in progression. Let's start there and then we'll talk about promotions because enroll growth has um, a lot of opportunities. You know, I um, can remember when I was a a deputy director and I had an opportunity for in- role growth and once I was able to demonstrate my value demonstrate my ability to meet and exceed expectations um, bring forth different systems and processes that were not in place before and then was able to have a conversation about the need for an increase in compensation because I was able to accomplish a b c and D right so I was I didn't change titles at all and I actually hadn't fully, served in that role and had in the capacity in that role for, you know, more than a year. But at that year mark, you better believe I was ready to have a a conversation about in-role growth, right? I wasn't, I was not ready, nor was there the, the opportunity to move into a a, a project director role, right? Because I was a deputy director, but there was definitely room within the range in which I was currently operating in the salary range. And because of my accomplishments and my contributions and value that I've demonstrated for me to move within that range. And so then I was looking at you know, an, an an increase, right? And you have to know what you want those increases to be so you can have those conversations. But I was able to discuss an increase and negotiate an increase in my salary within the current role that I was in. So again that's that's a differentiation between not only was I not ready for the promotion but the pr- the position in which I would move into was was not available and that's something we also have to think about is that you might be ready for in-role growth because or you may need to have in-role growth because the next level is actually not available yet. It's not available yet, so it doesn't mean that you you halt and you don't grow. But it it means that you have the opportunity to have a conversation about the in role growth and the progression within your current role, and as you continue to work towards being able to get to that next level and that next position, and once it becomes available. So let's explore this a little bit more. Here are some of the things that I want you to think about when you're looking at in role growth, right? So progression. You're you're not changing your title but you're looking to increase responsibility and increase your compensation. So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to review your current role. Review your current role and your then the roles and responsibilities in your job description. So what is it that you, this role actually entails? What are all of the things you're supposed to do? And at first you're like, well, Tariq, I'm doing my job. Of course I am. Like, I'm ready to go to the next level. I'm ready to, that's great. I want you to go bullet by bullet, line item by line item in that description. And I want you to be able to articulate and write out. Writing is always great. What have you been able to actually do in that job description? Are you doing everything in your description? Everything, not some, but all of it. Are you doing all of it? The second thing I want, and if you are, great. If you're not, let's highlight the things that you're not currently doing, okay? Let's highlight the things and we'll come back to them. But I I want you to note, what are you doing completely? You may say, oh my gosh, I don't even have my job description. That right there is a problem in itself because that job description is a way that you can actually measure your what I call key success indicators, right? That's your baseline to come back to, to say, here are the marks for me to be able to come back and measure success over time because these are the things that I was brought into this job, into this role to accomplish. So if you don't have a copy of your job description, ask your um, HR for it. Ask HR for a copy of your job description just because you want to have it of record if you didn't keep it when you originally came into the role or you know from when you um, applied for the position. You need to have a copy of that because you need. that's how you're going to go back to see are you ready for the progression, right? Or are you ready for the promotion? Okay, so the second thing I want you to do is understand, go back to what your salary range is for this role. And this is where it's so super important that what was the salary range that they brought to you when you first were offered this job? Were you given a range? Whether if it was you're an hourly position or you're in a salary position, what was that range? And then I want you to do the research to see what is the market range? What is is the current market range for your position? Because depending on how long you've been in that role or the type of work that it is, it actually may have changed. It may have changed greatly. And so I want you to take a look at that. Looking at the current market range, you've got to look at it in your specific area. So, the market range for a job in Washington, D.C., may be very different from the market range. Um, that you see in Arizona, and, and the reason that is is because there's different cost of living. There's all types of things that go into a company's ability to determine a salary range. So I want you to be sure that you're doing that research, and there's so many different resources in which you can utilize um, to, to do so. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll put a couple of those in the notes so that you have um, resources in which you can go to to look at the salary ranges to do that kind of salary research around your position but that's that's important why because what can you ask for if you're looking for in role growth you're looking for progression what makes sense to ask for you know what your base kind of range was when you were hired but now what does it make sense to ask for based on the market okay if you're not at the top of the range, so let's say you've done your research, you remember what the range was when you first got hired, you've done your research, the top of the range is now a hundred, let's say a hundred and fifteen thousand dollars, and you're at 90, you have room to grow, you have room to grow, and that's where you assess okay, if I have not completed or kind of checked the box to where I am meeting and exceeding everything in my job description then I have some room to grow still in this role, but because of my performance and what value I've been able to demonstrate now, I'm also ready to have a a conversation about compensation increase. That's the in-role growth. That's the progression. You're ready to climb within your current role because of what you have been able to accomplish. So if you're not at the top, again, there's room to grow. Does that make sense? I hope that that's helpful for you because with that progression, and and it's the same thing with promotion, but we'll talk about that in a bit. But with the progression, you can actually be in a position where not only can you request, right, and have a conversation, but you can also attract. There's actually been times in my career where the the increase in salary was brought to me. Tariqa, we recognize and see the value that you're demonstrating. We see what you've been able to bring to this work or bring to this project. And so with that, we actually want to... um Change your, change your, change your title and or not change your title, but want to actually offer you a salary increase. And that wasn't because I asked for it. It was because I I attracted it the way because of my performance, right? And, And so there's sometimes that can happen to you as well. But that's in role growth. That's in role growth. You don't always, you're not always ready to go to the next title. You might not be ready to manage, but you're kicking butt at where you are. You might not be ready to go from manager to director, but you are doing amazing things as manager and you still have room to grow. But as you're still growing, it doesn't mean that you don't deserve an increase in compensation. Okay, so let's take a quick break and then we're going to talk about promotion and how do you actually get ready for a promotion and know that you're ready for a promotion And what are some of the things in the steps that you can take to move that forward? All right. We'll be right back. All right, guys. So we're talking about, you know, what are you really ready for? What are you ready for? Are you ready for in-role growth, right, progression? Or are you ready for promotion? So here's the thing, regardless if you, whichever one you're ready for, there's something I want you to be sure that you do. And we've talked about some of these things a lot, but it's just a great reminder. When you're going through this process of trying to figure out what you're ready for, I want you to be sure that you do a couple things. Number one, you've got to be collecting accomplishments and positive feedback. It, it's difficult to then try to sit back when you're ready to have these conversations and think back around what have you accomplished what positive feedback you've received, you know, emails in which you've received from colleagues or leadership or a client. Let's keep an actual inventory of that year round, right? You should be adding to a folder, adding to a list and and collecting this inventory of accomplishments and positive feedback. The other thing that that does, honestly, and we is it helps you build your confidence in those times where you've got doubt and you're really, you know, challenged. Sometimes we just don't have a good day and that's okay. Like we are human and sometimes you're just not going to have a good day. Sometimes you just might not be feeling at your best. You've got this inventory to remind you how amazing you are, how dope you are, how you have been kicking butt professionally. And today was just a a, a moment of pause, right? Not weakness. I don't want to speak weakness, but it was a moment of pause. And so, Having that list is, has multiple benefits to it. But definitely through this process of trying to assess, are you ready for progression? You're ready for promotion. I want you to collect, have your accomplishments and your collect your accomplishments and have your positive feedback. The second thing you've got to do is reflect on what you bring to the team or to the company. And I don't mean like, like you're already amazing. So of course you bring great things, right? Achievers like you bring greatness, but what are they going to interpret as what you bring? What's important to the team? What's important to the company? What's What are their goals? What's their strategic plan? What are their core values? What are the things that are going to impact their bottom line? Reflect on how you've been able to bring value to those things, okay? And write those things down. The third thing, and this is important because we have to be aware And sometimes we're just not aware of our surroundings as professionals. And you've got to be aware because you have to know the right timing in which to have these conversations. If your company does not do compensation increases in the middle of the year and you know this to be true, why are you going against the grain and asking for a raise in the middle of the year? So you've got to understand patterns and you have to be observant and and be aware of those things so that you are asking at the right timing. Number four is that I want you to know what you want, right? It's not enough to say, oh, I just want to make more money. Okay, that's great. Or gosh, I just, I want to work on this pro. I want to work on something new. What new do you want to work on? What what new project or new task do you really want to work on? How much more do you want to make? Is it a 5% increase, a 10% increase, a 20% increase? Right. And I'll tell you when you're doing enroll growth, you're typically looking at around like a 10 to 15% increase anything beyond that, then you start to transition into kind of promotion world. And so I want you to, but I, you've got to know what is the exact salary and or range that you're looking for? What are the benefits? Sometimes the increase that you're looking for and the advancement that you're looking for is actually not money, but perhaps it's benefits, right? And so depending on your field, it might be benefits and access now to professional development that your company will pay for. Perhaps it is stock options that you might have in your company. You've really got to think about what do you want and this is where having a career strategy is so important and doing that um career mapping is so important because you have to know along your journey along your path what exactly do you want and what do you want to accomplish and so when i work with my clients we we spend an entire module on career strategy to where you can walk away with a two to three year career strategy and the action plans and habits that are needed in order to see it to the next level, in order to actually see it m- become a reality. Because you can't do this without strategy. You you really you just can't. You to often the whim say that up, oh, this is what I want to do. It can happen, but it's going to be a little rough. But if you know that it's a part of a plan, then you could be strategically working towards this promotion or strategically working towards this progression over time, right? And, you, and you're in the driver's seat, right? Not your company, not your team, not your manager, not your director, but you are in the driving seat because you have strategically put a plan together with real actions on how to get yourself to this next level. So that piece is so incredibly critical. You've got to know what you want. The next thing is you got to know where there's areas that you need to upskill. If you just went through your job description and you see that you haven't accomplished everything, are there things that you need support in accomplishing or is it that you just haven't had the opportunity to accomplish them? If there's areas that you need support, then you might need to proactively upskill. Right. There may be some new. Um, software that you need to learn or technology that you need to learn, new processes, new methods, new information that you need to read and take in and become more knowledgeable about, whatever it may be, I want you to proactively upskill. And then once you've done all of these things, let's, let's take a step forward and get on somebody's calendar to have a conversation. And again, this goes for enroll growth and like that progression or promotion. You know, once you've gone through these steps, let's do so. Let's get on the calendar and make sure that as you've done all these steps, make sure it's it's visible to more than just you, right? You've, you've got some visibility in the team and the company who can be kind of that backup to all of these things that you're going to be able to speak to. But let's get on the calendar and take a step. All right. So let's move into promotion. You know, are you ready for... A promotion because this is such a different step in your career this is a different milestone when you hit promotion level because remember i said when you're looking to achieve a promotion it's advancement in rank or position right you're not just moving around in your current moving upward again upper mobility looks different depending on what it is but it's not that you're just moving upward in your current role right? Which is all great and exciting, but this is where you're actually advancing in rank or position. So when are you ready for the promotion? Let's talk. I know you said, I'm ready now. (laughs) What do you mean, Tarika? I'm ready now for my promotion. Are you, are you really ready? Let's talk about it. Okay. So first thing is to kind of know that you're ready. Okay. Here's the first thing that you can know that you're ready. You're performing effectively in your current job or role. Effectively is the key word here. You might be performing well, but is is what you're doing truly effective? And what is it impacting? What, 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 how do you know it's effective? What are the receipts of it being effective that you are performing effectively in your current role, in your current job? Because there are times where guys, you can be doing a great job doing the work, checking up all the tasks, getting everything done, but is what you're doing actually effective. And the reason why that effective is such a key word is because effectiveness is what catches the eye of leadership. Effectiveness is what catches the eye of sponsors who can speak on your behalf and put your name in rooms in which your feet have not gone into yet. So I I don't want you to just think about am I completing the work? Because that's where we get caught up. Oh, I'm doing my job. I come in here every single day or I log in every single day and I am doing my job and getting the work done. Okay, but are you doing it effectively? Because if it's effective, that means that it is catching the eye, right? It's not just the status quo because everybody is hired to do a job and they come in and they do their job and they get paid and that's what happens. But what are you doing? Are you performing effectively? Because if you're performing effectively, then you're on your road, right? Because you strategically plan, you're on your road to promotion. So is it effective? Is how you're performing effective? Not if you're a good performer, we know you're a good performer, you're high achieving professionals, you are knocking it out the park every single day, you're getting your job done. But are you getting it done effectively? Okay, that is so key to think about. Next thing. Are you consistently going above and beyond? And this when we talk about promotion, again, advancement into another rank or position, you're going from, you know, Princess to queen, prince to king. Like we are elevating here. We are ascending. You're going from coach to first class. Are you consistently going above and beyond? And the reason why I talk about going above and beyond, because the beyond is oftentimes that next position already. And you should already be performing at that next level before you get there. But if you're just performing at the level in which your current job is, then perhaps you need to really look at progression perhaps you need to look at in role growth and 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 make sure that you are covering that full range if you are still just performing in the scope of your current role but those who are ready for promotion you are consistently right not just here and there so to get noticed but you are consistently going above and beyond all right here's number three Can you perform at the next level? So, this one is tied connectly to number two. Can you today, if someone gave you a promotion today, can you perform at the next level right now? Could you readily perform your boss's job right now? If you're trying to go from manager to director, could you be a director today? If someone promoted you right now, could you do it? And I want you to really give yourself the evidence that that's the case, not because you just want that promotion, but can you operate confidently? in that space. And if you are consistently going above and beyond already, your answer to that should be yes, because you're already operating in that space. You're already performing at that level. You now just need the action to happen. You need someone to go ahead and validate and give you that promotion. But let's be clear that we can do it. Again, it's nothing more sad and disappointing to see someone get promoted and they're not really ready to be promoted because they weren't already operating in that level. They didn't already have the mindset. If you are a director and you take director mindset into vice president mindset, Houston, we got a problem because you should be already be operating in the mindset of a VP, right? Does that make sense? You already have to position yourself in your mind and in your actions that I'm already operating at this level. Let's just that the promotion is simply the validation that we're, 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 there, but you should already be operating that way. The next one is huge. Okay. The next one is huge. Number four, do you get the big picture? This is where there's a the separation for me, honestly, between enroll growth and in progression and promotion. This is where kind of the, what do people say like the rubber meets the road? This is really the divide for me. Do you get the big picture? Are you moving beyond tactical task, task focused thinking to thinking strategically about contributing overarching value? I know that's a lot. So let's unpack that a little bit. Are you moving beyond tactical? So task focus, what do I have to get done today? right? What are the steps and the tasks that I have to get done today? What do I need to complete? What report do I need to complete? What content do I need to schedule? What accounts do I need to balance? You know, depending on your field, whatever it may be, what patients do I need to see? Whatever it may be. Are you tactical? And if you are, I'm not saying that's bad. I just, I want, because that might be where you are and that's okay. But if you're ready to be promoted, It is not just about being tactical and getting the task done, but you are thinking strategically about contributing value across the board. That means you're not just thinking about the report being turned in. You're thinking about, well, how do we tie this report to our overarching goals for the month or for the quarter? What what should that executive summary really speak to? Because I want to show what the performance looks like over the entire project or over our entire team. How does this report actually tie to the company's strategic plan and to their quarterly goals or to their monthly goals? You're starting to think strategically instead of just being tactical. What are the things that we can take and learn from this report to improve our performance moving forward? Right. So you're not just waiting for the next task to get done, but you're also you're using your information or you're thinking strategically about your surroundings and the tasks that have been completed. And how can you learn from those and and actually contribute value by saying, based on what happened in September, here are some ideas for how we can shift and adjust in October, so that we can be even more impactful. You see that? See that strategic thinking? It's not just about the task to get done, but you are thinking big picture. Yes, we got the work done, but big picture, what's next? Big picture, how do we improve? Big picture, how do we sustain? You're not just thinking in your box of what tasks to get done. You're connecting and seeing the big picture. That to me is where the separation comes from progressing in your current role to to ready to be promoted into a higher level a higher position a higher rank because you are shifting your thinking from just being tactical to being strategic all right so next one and and i i talked a little bit about this as far as like that proactive piece and in proactively demonstrate proactively kind of demonstrating value i've talked about that a lot but number five here is i want you to be proactive with your can-do attitude Okay, your can-do attitude. There's a um, a great uh, study that was done by the American Management Association, and they did some research. and In that, they talked about, you know, what is the proactive can-do attitude as it relates to those who are ready to be promoted. And I want to share a couple of those with you. There, are, there was a, a a nice list, and I'll include the the link um, to. Uh, this research. I'll include that um, in the notes. But there's a couple of things that I wanted to share. Number one is that you thrive on change. And here's the thing, change is inevitable. It's going to happen with you or around you. But this research showed that, you know, having that proactive can-do attitude means that you thrive on change. You are demonstrating that you want to contribute to the bottom line and to decision-making. Here's the thing, as you begin to get promoted and you go higher in rank, there becomes an increased role in decision making. So it's not a just a, it's not just about the tasks that you have to get done or the the you know things that are asked of you, but you're now transitioning into roles that you are actually a decision maker. And rather if you're the sole decision maker, you have an influence on decision making, but you are a part of that process. Okay. And that is big in that can do attitude. The next one is um, active networks. You are actively networking and you're actively networking within your circle, but also outside of your circle. Oftentimes when you're networking outside of your circle, is that's where the insights and so much value comes because you're able to draw upon other industries and other fields and other people who don't just necessarily work in your space right? That's that can-do attitude. Let me go learn from other sectors and other spaces. And then another one that they noted was that you're willing to tackle the difficult skills. You're willing to tackle the difficult projects. Like you don't fall back from those. You actually are attracted to them and say, yeah, I want to tackle that that difficult skill. I want to take on that difficult skill because I want to be able to continue to demonstrate and contribute value. And everyone else is shying away because this new project, this new technology, this new task from the client is really difficult. And I want you to charge forward. Charge forward, right? And go after that. That's that can-do attitude. And then the the last one that I really liked that they shared was confidently sharing ideas. Confidently sharing ideas. When you can confidently share your ideas and put some depth behind them it's so and here's so let me back up sometimes you have ideas and that's great but can you actually articulate your idea in a way to where it can potentially not only contribute value but it can be heard and perhaps even iterated on a little bit like folks may hear your idea and be like yeah you know what that's a good idea but what if we tweak it a little bit this way that's great like you have to Not be fearful about putting your idea out there. It might not be a good idea or it might be somewhat of a good idea. And then you have a colleague or team member or leadership who can build upon it. But when you have that proactive can-do attitude, the ideas don't just stay in your head. You actually begin to share them openly. And that is so important. That is so, so very important. Okay. The other piece of this that I want to share before we close out, guys, is that you, when you're ready to be promoted, you are a high performer. You're a high performer because promotion, again, we're talking about a a, a change or advancement in, in rank or position. You are looking to be a high performer. And I, here's the thing, what I know about you guys, especially if you're consistently listening to professional DNA, you want to get to the next level. You're looking to achieve greatness. You're looking to achieve success. You're looking to advance. You're looking to have that constant upward mobility in your career. So you're, you're, you're an achiever. And I love that about you, but I want you to think about, are you a high performer? And if you're not now, how can you move towards that? Okay. So I'm going to share real quick with, real quick with you about being a high performer. And I'll share, I'll talk a little bit about this in, um, Uh, social media and such as well because I I want you to understand that being a high performer is critical when you're wanting to be promoted. Number one, you ask the right questions. So it's not just about asking questions. Like everyone asks questions and that's great. You should ask questions because you want to be sure that you have great clarity around what is the task or, you know, the project or whatever it may be at hand. But I want you to ask the right question. You may say, trigger, how do I know if it's right? I want you to ask thought-provoking questions, right? So it's a question that can actually ensuit some type of conversation or discussion, right? Because you're thinking strategically. You're not just asking a question about the task. You're asking a question that produces some thought by not just yourself, but others. Also, high performers, you see for yourself kind of how things work. High performers figure it out. There's a great, great, great book um, that I actually just finished reading called Everything is and high performers figure things out you see for yourself how things work if if someone hasn't told you you go figure it out you go research it you look to see how do i get it done how can i accomplish it and that's huge that is huge for high performers you're not always looking the first step is not always looking to someone else the first step is for you yourself to have the desire to go figure it out the other thing i want to share with you is that you um are imp- you're improving constantly looking to improve things and innovate. And innovation, I think sometimes people think it always has to be like the big aha moment. But you can improve small things. You can make small additions or attractions. It doesn't always have to be big when we're talking about innovation. High performers like to innovate and they're looking for the the small pieces in which you can shift and innovate on that could have a big impact. Sometimes it is a big overhaul. But High performers also find the little screw that if you twist it just a little bit to the left, it makes such a significant change, right? That is innovation as well. And then the last thing that I'll share with you is that high performers deliver the difference. High performers deliver the difference. And this is a huge game changer when you're looking to get promoted because can you make an impact? The work is not done in your mind. It's not done until the difference or the transformation is made. So you as a high performer are constantly seeking to drive the delivery of the difference that A no longer looks like A, it actually now looks like B, right? That the process in which we started with that we were trying to improve and do some process improvement work around now is a new process, is an operating differently and is making a, a more significant impact than which it was making before, right? So you're looking to deliver the difference. I I want you to really take promotion seriously. It's not just about the money. It is about, are you ready? Are you really ready for advancement in rank and position? Are you really ready for the promotion? Again, if you're not, that's okay. You might just be ready for in-role growth. You might just be ready for progression in your current role. So I want you to think about that a little bit. Think about what you're really ready for and then Let's make sure you've got a plan in place for you to get there. All right, we're gonna wrap this thing on up. I'll be right back. How was that? How was that achievers? I hope it was helpful for you. Again, like I said, I'm really passionate about this space because I had to kind of strategically plan what my path looked like moving forward in my career and I had to strategically think about how did I want to advance year over year from 2017 and actually to 2025 if if I'm I'm not there yet right I'm I'm still going I'm still working and I've been on the right track because I knew when I needed to grow within my role and have progression versus when I was ready for an actual promotion into a new role. And you have to know what you're really ready for. You're not always ready for a promotion, believe it or not. Sometimes you're just ready to grow within the role that you're currently in. And once you can recognize what you're ready for, you can strategically execute it so that you get what you want. I cannot wait for what's next for you. I cannot wait to see you win. And if you want to talk about it a bit more, if you're energized and ready to go and get to the next level hey let's talk let's get on a discovery call Um, definitely you know go to the link in my bio on instagram professional underscore dna by now i know you guys have it because you're following me and i want you to go there and book a discovery call let's have a conversation about where you are where you want to be and how you can strategically get there in your career and especially how you can get there and not sacrifice work-life harmony great. You can advance and drive and dig in to grow and get to the next level without sacrificing your personal life, without sacrificing family. It can be done and I want to show you how to do it. So I can't wait. The other thing I want to share with you is that in January, super excited that the next cohort of course discovery will be starting in January. And so if you want to learn more about course discovery, and how you can learn my ascend framework so that you can rapidly ascend in your career and get to the next level, I want you to visit www.yourcoursediscovery.com. Again, you can also go to the link in my bio on Instagram and click there. Registration is now open. And I am accepting applicants. It's a very small intimate group. I do don't like to accept more than 10 to 12 students um, at a time for that six week period, because I like for us to be able to um, build intimate relationship amongst other professionals. You guys can learn from each other and glean from each other experiences, but also I'm able to give you a more direct uh, personal connection um, as we do live coaching. So it's live coaching. It's not a whole bunch of just recorded content. I want to interact with you directly so that we can get to the root of the matter for how to get you to that next level. So 2022 is almost here. I'm super excited. I'm excited for you. I'm ready for you to get to the next level. I hope that you're ready to get to the next level in your career. And you already know how I feel about you achievers. Guys, you have everything inside of you. Absolutely everything inside of you for you to be your best, your best, your very best and unique self because nobody can do you the way you do you. So your unique self. And what is that? What is it that you have inside of you? That's your professional DNA, your find natural abilities to succeed. Guys, I can't wait to see you win. I can't wait to see what 2022 holds for you. Have a great week. See you next week. I won't see you, (laughs) but you'll hear me. All right. All right. Have a good one. Bye.